What's up, what's up? Welcome to Big J Radio with your host, Big J. And I'd like to uh, take this time and just kind of talk about myself a little bit, let you all know who I am and where I come from and you know a little bit about my background. Uh, so, I mean, sit down, get comfy, and just relax, drink that cold ice beer that you're drinking, or, you know, sit back in your car and relax through the traffic, whatever it takes. I'd like to start off at the beginning of my life, and uh, I had a pretty good, you know, childhood up to a certain point. Uh, I started off in a, you know, backwoods subdivision like out in the country and what I mean by backwoods subdivision out in the country is you know I I'd say there's probably about six maybe maybe less maybe probably two three more houses more I don't know that's about how big the subdivision was uh lived in a double wide trailer my mom was a uh detective at that time uh, I still remember playing with her badge and her handcuffs when she'd come home from work uh, she was married to a decent guy I mean he wasn't all that great but he was decent uh, you know we had I had a tree house out back played in it all the time had two brothers uh, I still remember uh, in that one in the garage there there was a uh, weight like a weight set and everything my older my oldest brother would uh, work out on he would uh, go in there and lift some weights do some curls you know uh, I remember he was doing a uh, he was working out on this one machine I keep forgetting what the machine's called uh, but basically you pull down uh, it's like this these handles it's got the you know wire going into the machine you pull down and it lifts the weights up when you pull down it works your uh, biceps and everything but he was sitting there working out on it and I remember the wire snapping it smacking him in the head and he busted his head open and got you know a few stitches uh still remember some of that um i remember always trying to sneak over and swim in the neighbor's pool uh, we i mean we lived in that area for quite a while uh probably shoot i, I couldn't tell you really i mean i was like probably three four years old when we lived there I mean it, the, these are memories that I like I know like little bits and pieces still and it, it probably to some people it's probably amazing that I can even remember that should I there was all kinds of stuff that I remember really I mean we had a few cats uh, we built onto the place a few times 
eventually ended up looking like a regular house, but it was like a double wide trailer that we basically built stuff onto to make it look more like a house. <coughs> Excuse me. But, uh, yeah, we lived there for a while. Uh, we eventually, over time, we, uh, my mom moved up. Like, she ended up not doing uh, police work anymore. She ended up going into a uh, company that was over towards, like, Scottsburg, Indiana. And it was called, uh, pretty sure it was called K-Cord, is how you say it. Uh, she was like a like a supervisor or some type of manager or something like that. Uh, made really good money. Uh, we ended up getting 40 acres of property. Uh, lived in the uh, back of a, uh, like a barn. It was more like, there was a trailer there that was attached to the back of the barn. And we stayed in it because we were building our house. My stepdad at the time was, you know, he he was real good at building things and he was building our house it was it was almost like a log cabin type house uh, once it was finished I was probably well by the time it was finished I was probably just getting into kindergarten by the time it was finished uh, I never went to preschool by the way uh, it wasn't really required back when I was young nowadays there's certain schools that require you to do that also, uh, I remember, you know, us living there, and then I was going into kindergarten, and the house was built. Uh, the house was real nice. I had two freaking bedrooms in this house. I mean, I was basically the only child in a way because my brothers lived with their dad. My brothers have a different father, but we got, you know, the same mother. I lived there for a while, you know, uh, I remember shoot having a three-wheeler. I had, I had a, like several horses. Uh, we had dogs. We had chickens. And basically, we we were living pretty good there. I had all kinds of stuff. I mean, I had every toy you could name of back then. If I pointed at it in the store, I got it. I, I was basically a little rich boy, which what some people would call it. Me, I just, I was a kid, you know, I was enjoying childhood. And, uh, ended up doing, you know, pretty good. I went through kindergarten and I think it was, I was almost in second grade. And then I ended up moving to, uh, Let's see here. I'm trying to remember the whole shebang here. Uh, see here, I was in kindergarten there. It was in Lexington, Indiana. Uh, is where this is located. I, I lived there. It was the 40-acre farm. We lived there through, shoot, before I was in kindergarten. I, I went through kindergarten, went to first grade. And yes, I got held back in first grade, but it wasn't because of grades. It was just they, my mom at the time, you know, thought I needed to be held in there a little bit longer. 
you know, like some parents back then, they, they'd be like, all right, I, I think my child needs just one more year of this. And uh, I got held back in first grade, uh, went through it, because I had a learning disability. And, you know, I, I, it took me a while to learn certain things back then. Nowadays, I, I shoot, I, I'm a quick learner. I, you don't have to show me that many times to do something or learn how to do something. Uh, what I remember is I went to first grade, got held back, went first grade again. Uh, should have been second, so basically, uh, I think that was about the time that we, that my mom was going through the divorce with uh, my stepdad at that time, because they ended up eventually getting to where they they were fighting all the time. They didn't want to be together. So they ended up divorcing. Uh, she moved, I think, for a little bit during the whole divorce separation thing. And he stayed in the house. Eventually, once the divorce was cleared, she was back in the house and he moved out. And Because she got the house during the divorce, uh, we stayed there for a little bit longer. I ended up moving with my grandmother here and New Albany, Indiana, uh, lived with her for like, I think a couple years, all the way up until I think almost fifth grade because I ended up going to, no, it was fourth grade, I'm pretty sure, yeah, fourth grade, uh, fourth grade, I ended up moving back with my mom, stayed with her up in fourth grade, we lost the house and the property. We ended up moving back into a, a, a trailer that was on the side of her boyfriend's uh, dad's big old pole barn. There was like his trailer hooked to it. Lived there for quite a while, all the way up until, you know, I'm pretty sure that almost the end of my fourth grade year, or no, into my fifth grade year, because fifth grade was still in elementary school there in Lexington, Indiana. I'm pretty sure it still is. I, I have no idea. I've been there for years. Um, all the way up almost till the end of that, I ended up going back with my grandmother and uh, lived with her for like a few years, all the way up until, let's see here, or no, I was still in fifth grade when I moved back with my mom, but I lived with my grandmother for like a few months or so. Uh, ended up moving back with my mother, and uh, we started hitting hard times real bad. Well, she did. You know, and as a child, you you end up going with your parents. I mean, if they go down, you go down, most likely. And... You know, we we moved there all over the freaking place. That's the reason why right now it's this story is gonna be a little choppy. It, I mean, I know it's been choppy at the beginning a little bit, but I'm trying to remember things when I was younger. Um, but yeah, we we jumped around a lot. Uh, There's actually a point in time that, well, before I get to that. Uh, I lived in Salem 
uh, we ended up moving to Salem, Indiana, and we lived out in Little York, uh, which is part of Salem. And uh, I went to Salem Middle School for fifth grade. I was still in fifth grade when we moved there because all this happened real quick. And fifth grade was in middle school there. And, or no, fifth grade was still in elementary. I went there fifth and sixth. Sixth grade, I didn't finish sixth grade in Salem. I ended up moving back with my grand or my grandma because I got tired of living where I was living because what happened is between fifth and sixth grade, we ended up moving to Wisconsin. So I didn't live there for a year like I thought I did. We lived in Wisconsin for probably three, four months, maybe five months. And then we ended up moving all the way back to Indiana. And I went back to Salem elementary I was still in sixth grade but it was almost over by the time we got back and I missed out on a lot I mean I still remember I even had to re-enroll myself in school myself when I got back because usually your parents go with you to enroll I I got I hopped on the bus and went back to school and enrolled myself which they thought that was weird it's because my mom was had to be at work. She ended up getting her job back and everything. She she went back to work. Uh, we had no electricity, no running water, nothing like that in the, the place that we were living. And it was like that for a long time. I mean, my sandwiches that I ate was usually chips and cheese on some bread or some ramen noodles. And every once in a while, my mom would probably scrap up something that would be a little bit better uh, I mean, she did, you know, she, at that time, I'm sorry, but I, I love my mother. There's some bad choices she made, and she would rather buy dog food and packs of beer before she bought food for the house for us. Yeah, we had dogs. We, I, I've, I've grown up with dogs. <clears throat> But yeah, we we basically you could say lived on the street, but we were inside of a trailer, and she wasn't paying rent real well. That's the reason why electric and all that stuff was always turned off. Uh, I ended up getting tired of living there, uh, so I was like, screw it, I'm moving back to my grandmother, and I I lived with my grandma, my grandmother, from that time. To all the way up until shoot I was 30 and because I was going through hard times myself uh, you know I went through high school and everything I went through middle school and, and high school at my grandma's house um, which in high school is when I ended up finding weed I started smoking marijuana a lot big pothead I, I mean I, I kept my grades up though I I wasn't one of those people who smoked weed and slacked in school um, I would hang out with a lot of the wrong people though uh, there was a lot of people that I hang out with 
they like some of them were gang members. I mean, little gang members. It nothing like you know Bloods and Crips or anything like that. These are around here. Gang members are more like you know they're small. They don't do stuff like you see in these big, huge cities. I would hang out with them. I ended up actually joining their clique at one time. Uh, I went through all that, freaking selling weed and smoking it. I kept, like I said, I still kept my grades up though. I mean, I, I was still a good student. Uh, I ended up, you know, once I got out of high school, I moved in with, uh, actually wasn't even out of high school yet. I ended up moving in with my dad. I went to homeschooling. Uh, I was homeschooled there. Lived in Tennessee for probably about a year. Lived in uh, Morristown, Tennessee, which is the east end of Tennessee. It was pretty nice. Loved it. Wish I probably never went back, you know, came back. But if I never came back, wouldn't have my son. And I'm blessed to have him. Uh, but yeah, it, I've had a pretty rough life, but a pretty easy life all at the same time. Because I've actually like cut a lot out of the story, just so it's not long and drawn out and boring. Or at least try my best to not make this boring. But, you know, what I'm trying to get to with my story anyways is... No matter what you go through, if you set your mind to it, you can get yourself out of it. You can push through and start doing better because not only am I doing better now, like I'm holding down jobs now because back then I, shoot, I was going through jobs like crazy. I couldn't count on my hands and toes how many jobs I've had. And I'm only, I'm freaking 31, getting ready to be 32. So, I mean, and I, I can't count between the age of 18 to the age of 30. I couldn't count how many jobs on my hands and toes I've had. Because I was the type of person that was literally, I got to the point where I was basically going out and I'd rather party and hang out with friends and smoke weed than, than work and play video games and all that. Like, I... I would work so much, get so much money saved up, and then I would just quit and go out and smoke weed, game. I'd do, there there was harder drugs that I've done that I wish I never did, and I didn't like doing them. Like, I I tried them and everything, and I was like, ah, this is bull crap. I'm not feeling like this. It, It made my body feel a way that I didn't like, so I quit doing them. Uh, I mean, that was like right on the spot. I quit doing them. I would rather smoke weed than anything else. Then, uh, you know, I once I hit about 30 years old, 29, 30 years old, I ended up going to jail one time for a woman because me and the, the woman I'm with now, we broke up for like a year. And I got with uh, an ex of mine and come to find out she was still married like technically still married 
because she was actually getting ready to go through the divorce. She was getting the papers ready and everything. And me and her got together and was messing around all the time and doing a lot of crazy stuff together. And then uh, I ended up going to jail because, you know, I, I went to her house to confront her husband because he was, you know, hitting on her all the time. And I got tired of it. So I, you know, went there, confronted him, and he went berserk. And I tried to get him away and everything. He pressed charges and on me, trying to get me for forceful entry. And one, she opened the door and let me in the house. There was no forceful entry. And two, I never, like, punched him or hit him. But I still got misdemeanor battery and I never once hit him or punched him uh, but yeah that's what I was charged for and then like I ended up going downhill a little bit still me and my you know fiance that's now she's the mother of my child uh you know, we ended up talking again and wanting to get back together and stuff. But I was still in the stage of smoking a lot of weed and, you know, partying still a little bit. Just a little bit, not as much as I used to. So I ended up going to Tennessee. It was a big old idea of mine. Me and my, what I call my god brother. You know, we've known each other for years. Decided to get a bunch of weed and take a road trip. And we drove around. I mean, our plan wasn't to go to Tennessee. Our plan was just to go riding around, smoke a few blunts or so. And we, we ended up, oh my God, we ended up smoking more than just a few blunts. We smoked a ton of blunts. And we decided we were going to keep driving. Well, we ended up in Tennessee we ended up in Dover, Tennessee, and, well, I was speeding. I wasn't really mean to be over the speed limit. It, I was at that one of those points where it was jumping, like, different speeds. You go so far down the road, it'd jump up a speed, and you'd go, to, go so far down the road again, and it, it'd go down a speed. So I, it got to the point where there was no more speed signs so I didn't know how fast it was and the last one I seen was 65 so I was going 65 apparently the speed limit was lower than 65 way lower than 65 and a cop come past me and it was dark I mean it was really dark outside it no traffic nothing was on the road and all of a sudden I see this, these lights coming and it passed me by and next thing I know it's turning around in the middle of the road behind me and here comes a cop pulling up behind me so he pulled me over and he originally just pulled me over for speed for speeding and come to find out he you know obviously he smelled a little weed in the car and he was like you know I smell weed where's it at and I was like it's I was like, we don't have any. I mean, it, we literally did. We smoked every bit of it. Uh, the only thing we had left was 
roaches in the center console and uh, shoot we ended up you know getting handcuffed get taken to jail and to come find out what's so funny is all those roaches that were in the center console and for you people who don't know what a roach is it's a it's a blunt that's been smoked down to a very very small point it's basically the the back of the roach or the back of the blunt that was just left and uh those were actually still in the vehicle after all the crap that I went through because I went through court and everything for Tennessee and they finally they put me on probation for a year which I just got off probation uh, in July of 2019 so or no yeah I, I was still on probation in Tennessee when I got the job that I'm at now. So yeah, I just got off probation in 2019. Uh, of July, yeah, July 2019. I know I keep repeating myself, I'm, I'm thinking. Uh, but they put me on a year of probation and they never even took the weed out of the car. Like I, I went and got my vehicle out, out of the, where they towed it to and got in the car and there was literally the whole dashboard or the whole center console was still full of wheat of all those roaches and I'm talking about there was enough roaches in there to roll up at least 10 more blunts maybe more and they just left them in my car I mean so I don't even know why I got charged But I ended up giving him my god brother. I mean, he got the same charge. He got a year probation. Uh, I ended up take. He was like, just give him to me because he didn't want me getting in trouble again. So he just he I handed him to him, and he was driving a totally different vehicle to where you know he didn't have to worry about a cop pulling him over or anything. They were probably more at watching my vehicle anything so he took them and we ended up you know driving back home I mean my my fiance was with me as well she was driving her car and, uh, Tyler my god brother he was driving in, in a different vehicle so there was three vehicles it was like a convoy going back to Indiana But, yeah, it, I mean, once all that was done, I ended up getting good jobs, holding them down. Uh, the only reason I got the job that I got now is just because there was an accident at the job I got last year in October. Uh, gotten a little bitty, small, literally, fender bender, and I got fired for it because I was in the company car and I didn't see the car coming and I pulled across and I met the car and it was more like a side swipe but the dent was no bigger than the em probably the emblem on your your steering wheel it literally and I got fired for that I was a uh, supervisor of security and then uh, so I ended up getting a job at the at, a, at an airport for security now I'm doing that 
So, and I've, I've held that for almost a year now. Uh, the longest job I ever held was Walmart. I worked there a year and a half. And that was years ago. So hopefully I can keep holding these jobs down and making good money and hopefully one day become a famous podcaster or something. Or I don't know. Do something besides just doing security work, you know. Something I really, really, really like to do is, you know, do like something that's on television or like this podcast, you know, get it going. Hopefully people listen to this story and enjoy it. Don't get too bored. I know I'm pretty boring at times on my podcast, but I'm trying. One of these days I'll have a, you know, a room where I can actually do these podcasts instead of doing them in my car. I'm actually sitting in a parking lot waiting for time to kind of go by because I'm doing my last minute Christmas shopping. Get that done and have the rest of the day to go do whatever else I want to do. But nothing opens up until about 10 o'clock and it's just now getting ready to be 9 o'clock. So just killing time. But uh, I'm going to go ahead and end this boring podcast. And uh, I would just like to say uh, you all have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. I hope it goes well for everybody out there. And you all have a great day, great night, whatever it is. But I'm going to hop off here. This is Big J Radio with your host, Big J. Y'all have a wonderful evening. Peace out.